Hello, everyone. Welcome to the premiere of Season 6 of Star Spangled Eurovision. My name is Max. I am here with my amazing co-hosts, Alex and Bart. Hi, everyone. I can't believe it's uh, six years. I feel like that's wrong, but I also know that it's just my innate inclination to disagree with you on things. (laughs) (laughs) True. I feel like it's usually my role to say that I can't believe it's been X number of years, but today I have to go second in saying that because I'm podcasting in from New York, far away from my lovely co-hosts, so it's lovely to hear them again, even if I can't see you at the moment on this podcasting software. It's really nice for us, honestly. Like, we're enjoying it. No, we miss you, Bart. And yes, for our listeners, Bart moved away, so now we have to do this remotely, but... I mean, we've done that one season before. So. That's true. Yeah. COVID kind of was all remote. So. <laughs> we sense. love you, Bart. Thank you. All right. So today we are going to be going over the first three songs that have been announced for Eurovision 2023 in Liverpool. So we are going to start with Ukraine. So this year they decided to do the first of the national finals. They held their national final in a bomb shelter or a converted subway station in Kyiv during a literal war, and the production value was incredible. And so if every other country doesn't do an amazing national final, like, what are you even doing? So the winners of Vidbir this year were Tvorchi with the song Heart of Steel. So let's take a listen. You know I can never lose. You like the attention too. production value especially considering like the aesthetic is absolutely incredible and I hate to fucking say this but just like the way that they play with the screen so in such an innovative way I want to say without being terrible that it reminds me of when Lavrov did his thing um in 2016 Lazarus Lazarus yeah oh my god (laughs) and sorry apologies but when he did his thing in 2016 yeah yeah, um, but no, I thought it was really good. I think that the song itself, at least in the performance, is like a little low energy, but I'm sure that when stakes are high and as they perform a little bit more, like it'll be a lot more punchier. I think like it needs more punch in, in the vocals. Yeah, I agree with that. I think just the production value of this performance, though, I think was really incredible, especially given the situation that it's literally in a metro station in Kiev. Um, and then also, like, I'm just, one, I'm happy for Torchy. This is their second attempt at Vidbeer, and they kind of uh, flopped last time because of some vocal issues. Um, but they're a band I've been following for a little bit, and they're just really cool and really good. So I'm really happy they got their moment. I also really like that Ukraine has moved away from, like, the folk thing. Because I, I think that was, like, a big, I don't know about fear, but I think people just assumed that, like, okay, Ukraine is going to double down on their, like, 
this is Ukrainian culture. Like we have to show people this is what Ukraine is. And then here they have, you know, something that's a little like a lot more like contemporary and I don't want to say generic, but it's a lot, you know, it's not like a folky uh, like thing. There's yeah, not, there's, there's no traditional, traditional pop. Yeah, but there's no there. traditional Ukrainian elements in here. And I like the fact that Ukraine is like, hey, we're going to show people that like Ukrainian music, Ukrainian culture isn't just this folk stuff, right? And also like, you know, kind of checking off the box here that like, hey, we're, you know, maybe a little bit more European. Like we got like, we're being represented by this band that's led by this uh, Nigerian guy that is a student in Ukraine. They're doing like a contemporary pop song, like, maybe they're trying to show that they're a bit more like cosmopolitan, mm -hmm. uh, multicultural, you know? Uh, yeah. So it works on a lot of levels for me. Also, they're this doing song the is... same thing that Star Spangled Eurovision does by having me on it, being a little bit more contemporary, a little bit more oh my God. cosmopolitan. <laughs> uh, and, the, <laughs> and the last thing I want to say is that um, I also like that it's not like, it is about the war. Like the song is literally about, um, or inspired by the Azovstal, uh, like the defenders of the Azovstal steel plant in Mariupol. But it's also a song that can easily, you know, not be about the war. Like it's not like literally about the war. It just uh, can be interpreted otherwise. So I like that they took that route as well. I clearly have been away for too long because I agree with both of you and that needs to fucking change. Um, I can't just be <laughs> contrarian like normal. Love you, babe. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I actually, I just completely agree with everything you guys are saying. I like that it's modern. I like that it's like slick production. I like the vocals are good. I like that it's like, you can definitely tell that it's about like perseverance and strength, but it's not like in your face the same. Like, I think people would have obviously been like sympathetic, but it would have felt like a little bit much to go down that same kind of like traditional Ukrainian folk um, with everything going on. So I'm glad that they, um, the Ukrainian people chose to kind of re represent themselves in a different way, which I think is really interesting. I also disagree with Alex. I think it's good, but like for me, I would love more of a build and a climax or something because it felt like kind of just a really good, like, well-produced track, um, but it didn't really feel like it went anywhere much for me. It never really had kind of, like, an emotional catharsis moment. And I will be interested to see. I mean, the staging at Vidbeer is incredible, but it is very intimate and just the scale of it. I definitely don't doubt that Ukraine will do a great job staging it at Eurovision, but I'm kind of wondering how they take, like, like the performance at Vidbeer feels like you're in... Um, like a very intimate underground club, literally, because mm -hmm. that's where it was filmed. And like, I'm interested to see if if and how they like translate that to a large Eurovision stage. Yeah, I'm wondering if like the trouble with like the punchiness of it, like you put it, Alex, like is maybe due to like the the intimate nature of it and they can really make it explode on the big stage. That's the wrong word to use. Um, if they can really bring it on the big stage and make it like really... Um, effective or if that will actually hurt them so i think that's a good point Bart. i mean yeah i i think that to, to what you both are saying i think we're also used to for these types of songs having that one you know like vocal break that like gives you chills and this felt a little bit monotone like we didn't have that moment but that's something that if he has the voice for it and it seems like he does, then that's something that you can like fairly easily incorporate. But I also think that's like one of the reasons I think this is like a really good contemporary pop song is that it doesn't have these like 
I wouldn't say typical Eurovision flares, right? There's no keychain, there's no big vocal moment, right? Which makes me, I like it more as a song, but I, I think, yeah, like the performance might be a little samey throughout if, if they don't have that, like you said, Bart, a moment of kind of catharsis. Um, but yeah, I think this is a really good entry for Ukraine. I think it's really, um, you know, it's going to automatically qualify for the final. So, you know, it's not like they have to worry about going through the semis so they can take big risks with the staging um, and they can just really go big with it. So I think it's, yeah, good job, Ukraine. I think it's starting the season off extremely strong. Yeah, it's also like a, like a good message, like in the, in the end of the day, like having a heart of steel. I think it's. I, I, the word is not cute, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it, it's, it, like it warms you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, all around good package. That's what she said. <laughs> all right. Any last words, Bart? Next song. Next song. Okay. On that note. <laughs> so moving on to Albania. So Albania, as we know, is normally the first country to select their representative for Eurovision um, with Festivali Ikungus. This year, they actually mixed it up. The winner of Festival Ikungus was not the one who would go to Eurovision. Actually, the popular vote, the winner of the popular vote in for Festival Ikungus um, is the one who would go to Eurovision. Uh, so this year, the public chose Albina and Familia Clemendi with the song Duye. So let's see what Albania is sending this year. Will it be a song this year? Let's find hey. out. Do not shit on Ranella. She's uh, my queen. We love Ranella. No shade <laughs> to Ranella. We love her. It wasn't a song. <laughs> it's an anthem. <laughs> not a song. It's, it's an a anthem. Warrior cry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's Duye by Albina and Familia Clemente. I mean, I guess it's like more of a song, I would say. <laughs> Is it like a good song? I would say no to that question. I like, I mean, it's, I just like couldn't help but laugh. Because like in the first 10 seconds, if you're like getting a beer and you're like, oh shit, I missed which country this was. You're like, see the first 15 seconds of the song and you're like, oh yeah, that's Albania. Mm-hmm, like settle in. And it's kind of all the same thing. And then watching the national final performance, they just like kept like doing close-ups on their faces and they always looked lost. Like just no <laughs> one, like they knew where they were. Mommy Kelmende seemed like the best of all of them. Like she had some stage presence, 
but the rest of them just always looked deeply uncomfortable in a way that I cannot <laughs> get over. Um, so I hope that like they like I don't know do some like confidence building exercises. I yeah cool. I I leaned into Max and was like, wait, like the dude behind her, like number one, not sure he knows his lines. Number two, is he supposed to be there? Like I can't tell. <laughs> The balkanacity of the song will not stand. Oh it God. is it too is, much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you said, Bart, it is like <laughs> so Albania. Um, yeah, I don't. It's. I don't even know if it's more of a song than last year. I definitely know I don't like it as much. Um, I mean, I feel like it took a good ten seconds to figure out what the melody, like what the beat was. So yeah. no. If it takes that long and the song's like figure out where it's heading, probably not. I mean, right? every single Albanian song ever sent to Eurovision starts off with that like ethnic chanty wail. Like that's just, and it takes about 10 to 15 seconds to figure out what's going on. But you know, it's Albania. So, <laughs> you know, it's their thing. They, they can do it. It's fine. Um, I don't think we're going to get as anyone as iconic as Ronella the El- is Albina part of the Familia Kilnendi? I don't know. I didn't do my research. Well, they were like <laughs> holding her hand. So like my theory is that like they wanted to adopt her because they liked her because I'm assuming she was the one who was in the front. And then the children were in the back because it was like, no, like they have to be here or else we couldn't be the Familia Kilnendi. So they were like shamed and put in the back, but then they were like, Albina, she's the daughter that we've actually always wanted. We're going to put her front and center. Yes, but the song is also about divorce. So I don't (laughs) think that's what they were doing. They were like, if anything comes out of this divorce, at least it's this unaffiliated woman (laughs) that we all love. (laughs) It doesn't have to make sense, y'all. Well, the top YouTube comment says that it's about families torn apart by war. So oh. I don't really know what source we want to use on this translation until we get. Wait, so is it like a divorce from like a country? Like... Oh, that's a whole other thing. We don't know. We're not. Is it a expert. diaspora moment? I, I think so. I think it's a diaspora moment. Okay, um, so can I just real quick to make sure that no one comes after me? I am understanding this in the most simplistic term of I don't get it. So, But the chorus here is they are breaking up just for a word. They are breaking up. They killed the love. They are breaking up. They forgot they have a home, a table with kids. So that is at least that's the translation we're looking at. So that could be very wrong. My apologies um, to all Albanian speakers, but... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't give me a lot of context about like the diaspora moment, <laughs> but you know what? It could be. It could be. I mean, about it could that. be a whole geopolitics thing, right? It usually is. <laughs> like countries are breaking up just for. <laughs> you said balkanacity, more like balkanization. Balkan- am I right? <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Oh, no. god. All right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get targeted now. <laughs> Should we move on? Before we get canceled, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on to our last country for today. So Belgium is sending Gustav with their song Because of You. Let's take a listen. 
right. For a song that's fairly boring, I have a lot of thoughts on this. <laughs> um, so this national final performance, like he is dressed up to the nines in this like hideous, definitely camp outfit, which is fine. Okay, like we're we're going a little camp. We love that. It's Eurovision. The man barely moves on stage at all. Yet in the background, he has like the back, the screens are showing Vogers. Like, come on. Like, if you're going to have, if you're going to use voguing as like a code for queer, at least do a duck walk yourself, right? Like, maybe a little runway, do a little hand performance or something. Instead, he's just trying to like, it's clearly he's just trying to like capture this like gay moment and just giving us absolutely nothing, right? Like, it is at least. Like, I'm just sorry to compare to last year, but like the two like kind of like gay bops kind of we had last year were like I am and and Yamame, right? And like this is not the quality of the performance from Israel and it's not like has none of the earnestness of Romania from last year. So it's just it's doing nothing for me. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) so as I was listening to it, I was thinking. Have I, like, heard this song before? Yes. Yes, you have. (laughs) European me, like, you know, like, little tween, you know, like, 12-year-old Alex would have been like, this song is changing my life. This is it. But now I'm older and I know better. And I'm like, no, wait. This is really boring and not good. And I just, I mean, yeah, okay, he had vocal range. I enjoyed his little pitch scream, but, like, no, just no. And also, Belgium, come on. I oh, I was rooting for you. I always root for you. No. Not this year. So, like, obviously the performance is bad and his stage presence is bad and the outfit is ridiculous. <laughs> but, like, I was kind of living. It's a bop. I declare. <laughs> I do declare. I knew you were going to say that. Right. I was texting people, so I wasn't really paying attention to the performance, but just out of the corner of my ear, I felt very at home. I was like, they're giving me what I want, like vaguely uplifting lyrics that I don't remember at all, like a good beat. Like, I don't need, like, at least it's a song, unlike Ronella, and he doesn't seem like a psychopath like Michael and David. <laughs> like, he seems like a nice, awkward man who's just trying to make people dance and feel good about themselves. I just want the background dancers to be up front and him all, like, if he's going to not do anything, just put him all the way in the back. Yeah, I think he was a backing vocalist for Hoover Phonic, if I'm not mistaken. And that seems like... He should have just stayed there. Uh, like, <laughs> I hate saying that because I really, like, I want everyone to have their moment to shine. But, like, if you're going to be on stage fucking do something i don't know it's like if you're gonna shine you know if you're gonna try to shine like try he has like four months to learn how to vogue i believe in him <laughs> I, think he's gonna do it. I don't know because honestly if he could perfectly vogue i'd still be offended by it i don't know if he can come out onto like the stage in liverpool with like a full runway moment fine I, i'm here for it we can do that i'm not here for it <laughs> <laughs> appropriation. I'm not happy about that. Yeah, but then like he can just stand there then, and that's fine. Touche. He he that he has no options. I'm not gonna like him regardless. True. <laughs> um, I feel like like this 
they can find a way to elevate this for sure. I think a he needs to move and like work on his stage presence. They need to change the backdrop entirely. Can I also um, just say like them putting his pants like the way that they went out? Oh it yeah. It made his normal posture seem like his legs were going way farther apart, like doing like a cowboy. Posture. I mean that's kind of what they're they're going for for sure with the outfit, but like it's. <laughs> it was it's, just like the outfit is like I think bad with if other things were done right the outfit would work right like the campiness yeah. of it is pretty on point I disagree um, but just like everything around it needs to be just as campy and not trying to just be like a soul pop bop I think everything around it needs to be fire and that that outfit needs to burn <laughs> in massive flames. I mean, it's not a good outfit, it but it is camp. mad flammable. <laughs> I think you two are being really mean. <laughs> right now, actually. We're sorry, Gustav. I'm sure you're a very nice man, but I need you to bring it. That's, that's, that's what I want. It's song three, and you'll just need three or four vodka Red Bulls, and you'll be fucking living. <laughs> we all know it. Yeah, I mean... It... He just needs to watch that video of Hayden Penitary um, during Bring It On, crumping. Like, once he's got that down, then he'll be ready for Euro- the Eurovision stage. I mean, you're also not wrong in that, like, four vodka Red Bulls in, if this comes on at the Euro Club, like, I am living. Yes, you're right. That's yeah, and that's, that's my criteria for a Eurovision song. It's true, but that's like every Eurovision song, even the bad ones, except for as we learned last year, nineteen forty four. You want to be with? You want to be listening to the fucking Comendi Familia at the Euroclub? You know that would go <laughs> down if done the proper way. <laughs> yeah, just put in put in some bass and we're in. Remember when we showed up to the Euroclub and we're like, I can't believe they're gonna play fucking Moldova and it was the best time of our lives. <laughs> yeah, but that was different. We didn't think that when we first heard Moldova last That's year, true. though. We didn't think it. We said it had drunk party vibes. We just we just were a little blinded by it. <laughs> and Moldova was a real song, which you keep on forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is Belgium for this year, and that is our show. So... Thank you guys so much for tuning into season six and for sticking with us for six seasons. Well, uh, we don't if you, know if they did stick with us. I was going to say, if, if you've been here for six seasons, thank you so much for sticking with us. If you're brand new to us, welcome. Uh, you're in for a ride this year uh, or every year. Feel free to go back and listen to old <laughs> seasons if you want. It's a fun time like, every time. Are you time. shitting on past us? No. <laughs> um, it's a good time. You're going to be, you're going to enjoy what you're getting, we hope. So... Welcome to our world, and uh, yeah, if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Twitter at SSE underscore pod. Um, We will maybe be live tweeting some national finals, but given our extremely busy work travel schedules this year, that might not be as as thorough as as previous years, but we'll try, and we hope to see you there, and see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye!